because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Back to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. You can find the podcast most everywhere you get your pods, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it right there in the WDBO app on demand for free. And I'm also on the radio. Check me out every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, outside of O-Town. Stream us there in the WDBO app. Well, the nation is still... In shock, nearly one week out from the murder of 34-year-old pre-K teacher, mother and spouse, Eliza Fletcher, there in Memphis, Tennessee. Throughout last weekend, after Eliza had disappeared while on an early morning run in Memphis, various search sites started up across the city of Memphis. According to court documents, it was tire tracks through tall grass that alerted an officer to a conclusion that we all dreaded that Eliza Fletcher did not survive an attack and an abduction allegedly at the hands of 38-year-old Cleotha Abston, who was released from prison back in November of 2020, also for aggravated kidnapping. Now, police did not immediately identify the remains found as those of Fletcher. That came one day later. It's a very disturbing story. Here is a woman who was out and about early morning jog before getting her busy day started. And now here's what we know. When Eliza ran past the SUV with Abston allegedly in it, the camera in the area showed Abston exiting the vehicle and grabbing Fletcher rather violently. A struggle ensued as he forced her into the vehicle. Once he did, footage showed the SUV remained parked in a University of Memphis parking lot for four minutes before heading into an unknown direction. We don't know yet what took place in those four minutes. Investigators know enough, though, to have said that Fletcher was likely seriously injured, at the very least, in that SUV by Abstin. So as we digest this horrible story, how do we protect women in what has become a very dangerous and violent society right now. Well, Brad Garrett is ABC News crime and terrorism analyst. Brad is a former FBI agent who has seen his share of really bad things in his career. And I start off by asking Brad this question. Tell us your thoughts about this horrible story about Eliza Fletcher just jogging, probably getting exercise the only time of day she could early in the morning. Tell us about your thoughts about this story. So, you know, she was not doing clearly anything wrong. It sounds like to me a serious runner. She's about five miles from home when she gets abducted. So mm-hmm. at least a 10-miler that morning. Um, it's maybe the only time of day that she can work out. I used to run between 4 and 4.30 regularly. Um, and so I get that. But the sad reality, as you pointed out, Scott, is that women just can't be alone exercising in remote unpopulated, uh, dark parts of a city even. Uh, And in particular, this only becomes relevant in that sexual predators will drive around college campuses. She is next to the University of Memphis. Obviously, she's not a student there, but proximity. Um, And so I, I think the following, that you have to accept the reality that if you're a woman and you want to run and you want to run at that time of the day, you got to do the following. Mm. you got to run with other people. Mm-hmm. Your husband, 
other runners, other women, two to three other people, uh, sexual predators are not going to take on two to three people. They just aren't. Yeah. Uh, be aware all the time, if you're going to do it, where you are. In other words, carry a cell phone. Don't be on it. Serious runners aren't going to be on it anyway. But the point being, even if you're walking along, be aware of who's moving around. Be aware of people that just don't look right to you or have been following you too many blocks if you're walking. Have an avenue to go or a direction to go that you can duck into a building uh, or an office or even someone's home go up and knock on the door. If somebody's following you and there's another person, let's say, out jogging and or walking a dog, go to them Mm. and explain, look, I'm out for a run. There's some guy that's been following me. Do you mind if I walk or run with you? And continue on that way. It's 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 awareness, and despite the fact it's probably the mo- was the most convenient thing for Eliza and time efficient for her to do, I just totally discourage women in particular in going out at this time of the day and running alone. It's a sad commentary on our society and where we are today. It really is, Brad. And and there's a study out no there that finds that seventy percent of all women surveyed listed the possibility of assault as their number one concern. You listed some of the things that women can do to protect themselves and you say, put your phone away as well. And that kind of sounds counterintuitive, doesn't it? Well it does. When I say away, mm. in other words, don't be on it. Obviously it's on. You could speed dial, you could dial nine one one if you had to. But you know, how many people Scott, just walking around the sidewalks of Orlando or on phones, they have no awareness if you and I walking by them, in their body space, they're not, they're not thinking. In other words, you, you sort of block out what's going on around you in exactly the opposite of how you need to be. And I'm not suggesting as women walk around, let's say, in Orlando, they should constantly think about that they're going to be assaulted. Mm-hmm. You just have to have awareness of where you are, in particular, if you're alone. What about pepper spray? Women carrying around this pepper spray. Is that a good idea, Brad? It's some experts recommend that some recommend carrying even a keychain that's got like a device that you could gouge somebody if they if you actually had to if they got their hands on you. I I, I will warn women there is a type of of, of sexual predator that be, will become mega violent if you resist them. Mm. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't resist them. I'm just talking about reality here. Well, they'll harm you even more because you're resisting them. So, um, you you know, you may have five, you know, less than five seconds to make a decision about what you're going to do. But you know, the key is obviously to get away from the guy as quickly as possible. And if by gouging him or spraying him, it gives you an extra two seconds to dart another direction and run then, you know, it it may be the right thing for you. You have to decide what will actually, what you're comfortable in doing Mm. for starters. Um, And also make sure that the law, wherever you live, it's lawful to carry pepper spray. Sure, yeah. And and I know, you know, Eliza Fletcher, like you said, she was about five miles from her home. She was near the University of Memphis when she was jogging at about 4.30 in the morning. I know you have other safety suggestions what can law enforcement and city planners do to make their city safer for women who just want to go out for a quick jog? So one is that keeping track of, of convicted sexual predators. Now, obviously, there is a sex registration. I don't know that he was on it because he abducted a guy. He did not sexually assault. He, this, this, the suspect in this case 
has been convicted mm. of abduction yeah. of a person that he held in the trunk of a car, so forth and so on, for a number of hours. Um, but the point being awareness of who's in your community that you maybe should keep better track of. As far as city planning, could there be routes that they could could better create as far as lighting, wider sidewalks, et cetera, that would give women at least more options if they're out running or exercising or whatever? Um, so lighting, space, et cetera. You know, it's not ideal. Cities are what they are. They're designed a certain way. There are limitations. But, you know, as you move forward, thinking about better ways to design locations to make them safer. Thanks to former FBI agent Brad Garrett for being on the Inez Says podcast today. That will do it for the podcast. Make sure you tune me in every morning, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And be sure to stream us there in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time.